What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Dark Waters. I'm your host, Josh. It's Friday. I hope everyone's ready for the weekend. Uh, I know we got a lot of tournaments going on. Uh, good luck to everyone competing down south, the Hobie event down there. Um, I guess fuel price or fuel doesn't exist down there, so uh, good luck, man. I uh, hope everything works out for you. Uh, I'm excited about the weekend. Uh, I got a, uh, another, uh, lake, another tournament up here in upstate New York, uh, Otisco Lake, one of my favorite lakes. Uh, it's not only am I competing, but I'm also the tournament director. It's my second event, turn, um, being a tournament director uh, with uh, the Slay Nation of State New York. Uh, I'm excited, man. Otisco Lake's a beautiful lake. It's one of the Finger Lakes. Um, it's it got big small mouth, big large mouth. Uh, it's got some of those tiger muskies in there. I mean, it's just it's a great body of water. Uh, this is my third year in a row having a tournament on there. I love the place. Uh, did some pre-fishing this week. Did all right. Um, whatever. We'll see. We'll see how I do. Uh, but man, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I think we got so far we got 25 people uh, competing, which I think is great for a local tournament. Uh, pretty good payouts as well. Um, I know I'm excited. Um, just excited. I hope everyone else is pumped up too, man. I know we got some big things coming up. So uh, I don't know. Reach out to me. Tag me. Let me know how everything's going. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, but see, other than that, um, don't want to reiterate shit I've already talked about this week. Um, and I don't really have any other big news. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I guess we'll kind of jump into this thing. Obviously we got to thank my sponsors, uh, sticks fishing. Uh, they make some badass rods, only six to be exact, but they can, they can cover all your, uh, all your, your techniques and lures all within the six. Um, they got a 90 day buy them, try them. If you don't like them, you send that shit back. Um, just great rods, man. Uh, they're, they're just over a hundred dollars. They're able to make them cheap cause they cut up the middleman, but, uh, they're great rods. Uh, I've been using them for two seasons now. Uh, big fan, big fan. Uh, right now, my favorite rod, it's, really, it's, it's changed. It's the uh, the number four, the reaction rod. I've been throwing my, my chatterbait on it. Um, also, like the uh, the number three uh, hybrid uh, bait cast. They've been doing, doing a lot of square bills. Uh, just a lot. Dude, you can do anything you want on all these rods. So uh, check them out. Use dark, uh, discount code DARKWATERS. Uh, let them know that I sent you. Uh, obviously, uh, Exxon Lures. I'm looking at my setup right now. I got a Deception Worm Texas rigged. I don't even know what the color's called. It's uh, yeah, they're 309. Uh, it's one of their uh, special colors. But dude, they got so many badass colors and, and, and lures. Make sure you check them out. Uh, discount code capital D capital W15. Rogue Fishing Company. Don't lose your shit this year. Uh, have a look. One just losing your cell phone will ruin your whole year. Trust me. Uh, they're, they're not cheap. Uh, you know, just don't avoid it. You know, don't lose your rods. Don't lose your, their paddle. Don't lose anything. All right. Like just, just go to rogue fishing company, find some shit that will save your shit and use discount code dark waters. Uh, we'll jump right into this. JR rents. I think is how you say his name. doesn't matter. Uh, the dude had a, we should have talked like a week ago, two weeks ago, but he, uh, he did the, uh, the KBF event on the Potomac river. The first day he did first place. Uh, we obviously talked about that, but we also got to know each other a little bit. Uh, we've been interacting with each other for you know, a few months now. Uh, great dude, man. Easy to talk to. Uh, dude, we talked all about the Potomac, uh, tournament fishing. Uh, great conversation, man. Uh, it's really cool having him on the show. Make sure you guys check him out, follow him. Who knows? Who knows what's, who's up you know, in this guy's future? So he might be you know, someone to look out for. So uh, check him out. But uh, that's it, guys. It's Friday. I'm drinking beers. I'm getting ready for a tournament. You should all be doing the same. Uh, if not a tournament, getting ready for a big day of fishing. This is, like, we, this is what we work for, right? The weekend's here. Uh, congratulations. You've made it. You know, shotgun a beer, catch some fish, have a good time. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Ciao.
JR, welcome to the Dark Waters, man. Thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you. How you been, dude? It's been about uh, what two weeks since your uh, your first place finish. What have you been up to? Yep. Um, I haven't fished since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, just the weather and everything down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, well, I guess before we go any further, I guess you need to introduce yourself first time on the show. Uh, you won't have to do it again, I promise, if you ever come back on. So, uh, who you are, what you do, just shit like that. All right. Uh, JR Rents. Um, I lived down in South Jersey, uh, originally from Delaware. Lived over there for 35 years. Now I've been over here in South Jersey. I didn't go far, right across the bridge. I've uh, been over here about six or seven years now. Okay. Um, been fishing for a long time. Real long time. <laughs> Probably since I was like five with my grandfather and stuff. Um, just die hard. Yeah. Uh, do a little hunting in the off season. Um, but name it. I mean, I work for the power company down here, the gas company. Okay. I originally did that over in Delaware, and then I moved over here because I got a supervisor job. Cool. Well, how long you been in a kayak? How that how that journey start? So I started looking into them. Uh, just for something else to get out there and do. I think kind of like what a lot of other people uh, want to do. It's just a cheaper and easier means of getting out in the water. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of fishing by myself. Uh, my brother goes with me a little bit, my brother-in-law. Uh, I've actually talked to two of them into getting old towns also now. So, uh, but we get out there and uh, that's just, it was just easier. Right. I just like the simplicity of it. Um, just nice and get back, tucked back in those waters where you can't get a boat. Oh yeah. It's just uh, it, I don't know how to describe. It's just, it's just better. Just, just say better. It, <laughs> it's just, it's just so much. It's just laid back. Yeah, dude. It's it's awesome. You know? you go, I mean, like it's uh, the, the the shit you have to deal with with a boat. I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to take care of a boat. I don't want to uh, pay for someone to maintain a boat. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to try to put a boat in the water by myself. Um, and then I don't want to worry about all just all the, the, the shit that goes with the boat. Like, I, I take my kayak wherever I want to go. Um, no limits. No limits, man. You can throw it in the back of the truck. You can, I got mine on trailer, but I can yeah. throw it in the back of the truck if I need to. Yeah. So it's just, you can pretty much go anywhere than things. That's what makes it nice. You can just pick up and go. Yeah. So you being uh you know, Delaware, you know, Jersey area, what are some of the places you like to fish, man? Like uh you know, my dad my dad lives in Dover, Delaware. Uh and I, I wanna go down to visit him so I can get some time on the uh uh obviously the uh, Chesapeake Bay. And, and not only that, but I know like when you drive through Delaware, there's a lot of funny little spots of water that, you know, I'm just like I, I bet there's I bet there's bass in there, you know, whether it's just like I don't know if where they're coming from. I don't know if they're coming from the the the, the Chesapeake Bay or they're just small ponds. There's like these little pockets of water that I see down there that I really want to hit up. But uh, you know, you know the area better than I am, better than I do. Like, what, what do you like to fish? Delaware's a lot of shallow ponds. Right. Um, from the top of the state to the bottom of the state, they do have uh some rivers. Um, I got a spot that runs right through Wilmington that I like. Um, you can go in there and catch stripers, smallmouth, and largemouth. Nice. Not a lot of people fish it. Not a lot of people know about it. Um, and actually, it's the Brandywine River. It starts all the way up in PA. Comes down through. Um, you've got the Nanticoke down in southern Delaware. Um, Lums Pond, that's a big one in Newcastle County. Um, Killens Pond. There's just a ton of little mill ponds 
all throughout the state. Yeah. Say about Dover and stuff. Um, I actually got property down just west of Dover that uh, we hunt on. Okay. Well, uh, well I think actually lives in Viola, I think is what it's called. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We've got, uh, we're not far from there. We're, uh, we've got land uh, in Felton, Delaware. Yeah. F- farms everywhere. Yep. That's all it is. Just everything. It's, and that's kind of how South Jersey is, just like Delaware. Okay. Just a lot of shallow mill ponds. Okay. And, um, so everything you're fishing is just hard structure, basically. Coming offshore, a lot of lily pads. Um, there's a neat little creek out near uh, Delaware City, Delaware. It's Newcastle County called Dragon Creek. Um, it's small, but it's just... It's got to be awesome, though, during especially like that early time of the year before like it gets really, really thick with grass. I mean... The water temps gotta get warm there first, and I bet like uh, it like it warms up quick. And so like you know like the big body water suck, but you get in those ponds like you know early April and just start crushing big ones. That, that's you know that's kind of what we do up here. Like I you know the you know the, the, once the ice melts and some of like these smaller body of waters that we have up here, we yep. go in there and we and we, like, we start cracking them early before like the big lakes get good because you know, it, t- it takes a while for the lakes up here to start warm. Hell, I mean like, they're still. Uh, like low fifties right now, you know what I mean. But some of these ponds are getting they're you know they're, they're getting close to peaking at sixty right now. So we've been fishing those quite a bit, and that's just monsters in them. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like it's almost like golf course fishing sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, like uh, Susquehanna, I love the Susquehanna. I don't know, dude. Like I want, I, I hear great things about it, and it. uh, it's on my bucket list. But it's like one of those places I feel like I gotta go to before I spend two hundred. 60 and everyone keeps calling me a pussy, which I wish I would stop doing that. It's two, <laughs> it's two, it's two hundred and sixty dollars, okay, or a thousand dollar trip to go down there and fish in like shallow, rocky water. And it's one of those things where like things can go wrong. Like, I picture my mind like I'm gonna break my kayak on some rock I don't see. I'm gonna flip over and lose and bump my head in shallow water. I mean, whatever. I just don't, I don't know the body of water that good. But when you see when you see pictures of it, I'm like, I ain't fishing that right like a tournament. I'll go down there and, and hang out with some of the bros and learn how to fish it. But like. It just looks like it just it's just it's not comfortable with it. Everyone just keeps talking shit, making fun of me for not wanting to go down there and fish it. it it's really, it's not that bad. I Probably was, not. At first, I was just like, eh, I might wing this, I might try it, and dude, once you fish it, you're gonna be hooked, okay. absolutely hooked. Yeah. And it, there's places that uh, I mean, you can go out there, you can pedal, you can kayak right up the river against the current. It's not that strong of a current. And you can float your way down. I mean, it's you can go back and forth. You just got to pick the areas you go out, and yeah. you got to watch the uh, how much rain they have, and watch the current flow and stuff like that. You get it on just a regular current flow. I mean, it's it's a nice, nice river, really. Well, do you and, play? Do you plan on doing the Hobie event there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I and might. I, I might. I don't. You should. My local club's having one two weeks after that. What's your local club? MAKBF. Minute okay, club. so you you know Harshman and, and all the, some of those weirdos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Jake personally, but uh. Oh, good. Good. You don't want to know him personally. He's not the. <laughs> I, I I you know so I don't know how I got to know him so personally, but it's like one of those things. It's like well, shit. I, I'm too I'm too deep to get out now. I've uh, seen you guys. You guys look like you have a good uh, connection there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We 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 work well together. So, <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, let's let's talk about. I mean, like. Your first place finish, like how long have you been in the tournament fishing, uh, uh, you know, out of a kayak? So I started the tournaments last year. Okay, so um, yeah, fairly new. About three years. Okay. Um, but 
I say I, I've grown up bass fishing, trout fishing, all that. I just absolutely love it. Um, so I started last year, got into it, was all about it. I didn't do too, too good. Um, I think I just went about it the wrong way. Yeah. I, I went out there, fished it, enjoyed it, had fun and all that, which is fine. But uh, this year I kind of approached it a little bit differently. Um, I've done a lot more research. Okay. Um, when I've gone out there, I've honestly, I've taken it a lot more seriously, been more focused. When I find a spot, I've stayed right on it. Okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Like, because you know, I, like, I just recently had some success this year too. I don't. I didn't get the first oh, place. Congrats. Yeah, I, I haven't got a first place check yet, but still, like to me, yeah, I could care less about the trophy. I want the money, and so if I walk away with a thousand dollars, I might as well pop a bottle of champagne and, and, and you know, and kiss the woman giving me the check. I mean, like, I'm, I'm excited, uh, you know. But it's like, but that's, you know, I feel like it's one of the things. Like this year, I've, I've really changed. It's like my approach to it, and it's like. It's sitting down and like and really just fishing those bodies, like those whatever I decide I'm gonna do, like for the most part I'm dedicated to that, you know until I you know until I've exhausted every measure, uh and then like and, and it's just it's like well I guess I need a hell mary now, uh but you know I mean I, I, I've changed the way I fish and in the past and I've said it a million times, you'd get my head would start spinning and the next thing I know I, sp- I spend more time like covering water like I should be doing in pre fishing not tournament day you know, trying to figure something out. And uh, this year it's just like, like, like you said, it's just like I stay put and I fish my ass off now. Yeah. You, you find an area and you just, and if it's a productive area, you break it down. And like the recent one on the Potomac, I did a shitload of research on it. And, uh, actually there's a Ken Penrod. He's a uh, pretty well known down in that area. And, uh, He's got a book uh, called the Potomac, uh, titled Potomac River Fishing Bible. And this guy goes into depth from, I mean, every cove. I mean, he tells you where, I, I can't even explain the detail this guy has in it. Like a certain log coming off a bank. Now he wrote this years ago, but the, I mean, the, the only thing that's really changed about the place is, I mean, some of the shoals have cause it's tidal. And you get the floods and stuff. Right. And the grass bays change a little bit. Some might have grass this year. Some might not have it five years from now. Right. But uh, so I just, I kind of read that a little bit. Then I did all my research like online and uh, watching some of the fishing reports, watching the water temps, trying to get an idea of what they're doing. And I've started watching uh, the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually about two weeks out of a tournament, I've started watching it just to kind of see what it's kind of doing to the water temperature. Right. And uh, those fronts, right? Like that's, I, I'm starting yeah. to take those, I'm starting to take fronts a little more serious than I used to. Uh, you know, like I know like if it's, if it's post front, like you'll get ready to, to slow down and, and possibly move out or whatever. But like, I started, I'm, I'm starting the same way. And I tell you what the weirdest thing that I'm starting to pay attention to, I don't even know if I believe in it. But just because, like, the people said it, and just they're just having to be ha- have a successful some success with it. But that goddamn moon, right? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I believe it. I don't know, but sure. I just I, I, now it's just like a superstition. You know what I mean? Like a black cat cross, you know, whatever. Like when I see that moon. I, I, I got I, the moon's full or whatever. I know shit's about to go down, and so it's just it's weird. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, you know, you read so many different things about it, and it's like I'm just gonna believe it just for the sake of believing it. Well. When you say about the moon, so I think it was the week of or just the week right before 
few days before the Potomac, we had the full moon. Yeah. And uh, and we had that freaking nasty-ass front come through. Um, so I was like, all right, I might pick this bank just from doing research. And Google Maps is freaking huge, too. Yeah. You go on Google Maps and you go to that little timeline. And you go back and you can see when the water's low. You can see what's in the water. I mean, it just it freaking helps so much. And uh, so I picked this spot and I'm like, I'm just a fish this cove. It's out of the wind. And I'm just say go for it. It just, I, I know they're catching them there from my research all year round. And I had this channel, you butted up, you kind of came through and swung up against the bank and then swept out, swept back out again. And uh, there was, trees there there was a just a like a sand light gravel pea pea gravel bank yeah perfect that's what i'm looking for that's what i want so i uh i fished the top 200 100 200 yards of the bank had two good hits first thing in the morning right off a couple of uh, logs coming out so i'm like all right dude i fished that for two hours after that could not get a freaking hit and I, I'm, I'm changing stuff out, trying all different stuff, slowing down fast. So I was like, all right, screw this. I'll go down to where the channel bumps up against the uh, bank a little bit more. So I uh, went around one guy. I get down through and uh, I come to this log coming out, cast in there, bam, right around uh, 8 o'clock, 16-inch fish. I'm like, all right. Pull up on bank, measure them real quick, put them back in. I come back out, another 16-inch. Do the same thing. Come back out, another 16-inch. In less than an hour, I had my five-fish limit and all between 16 and 17 inches off this freaking log. So I'm like, all right, now I'm on to something. And uh, I'm sitting, I'm thinking about... 12 foot of water casting up into a foot or two and the tide's coming in coming off this log there's some more stuff out in front of it because i kept hitting it with my lure the whole time and uh all i was doing was just real slow cranking uh the jackhammer <laughs> and i've learned uh well what's done good for me i fish a lot of title stuff over here in jersey is uh like a white and chartreuse uh-huh has done real good for me over here in title stuff. Nice. So that's what I went with. And uh, that jackhammer, the spot remover color. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that jackhammer, but it's like this year. So this is like, you know, last year, you know, I've always fished shatter baits for like the last two years. But this year was a year that I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend some money and get some jackhammers. And I'm not disappointed one bit. In fact, I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm disappointed about is that everyone else knows about the jackhammer. Um, and I, it, it's, just, it's such a productive Blur. I don't know what it is. Like, like I said, I've been fish, I fished all the other chatterbaits, but the jackhammer like the last two years. Uh, and that jackhammer, uh, you know, it's only and I only believe in three colors. I believe in obviously, well, four colors. Uh, the obviously the blue, black and blue. Um, you know, for whatever for deeper. You know, when I start fishing a little bit deeper, um, and then um, obviously green pumpkin. But I, re I really like that um, that green pumpkin shad. Um, it's, 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 this green and it's like green and white. Yep. Um, I think it's like for me, and I, I put that new deal, uh, razor shad on it. 
And so it has, it just has like this, like to me, it just looks more like a, a real fish, and, you know, whatever. And, but also the spot remover, I, I'm a big fan of that one too. I don't, and that's it. Those four colors are the only things I use. And like, I don't, I, I can't remember, but it's probably been since April since I've caught a fish on anything other than a jackhammer. And it's, it's just weird how productive that bait really is. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and that's what I did for the next two and a half hours. Well, that kind of, honestly, the bait slowed down on the jackhammer. Mm. I stopped getting hits on it, so I grabbed a crankbait, red crankbait, threw that up in there, caught one that was a little over 17, so I was able to get rid of one of my 16-inch fish. Um, I got another hit on that, but missed it, so then I threw a, a Berkeley General up in there, okay. Black Lake, uh, caught another 17-plus-inch fish on that, called another 16 um didn't get another hit on that so i went back to the jackhammer wham caught a bigger fish threw that a few more times got another one um then again it died out again and went back to throwing the crankbait nothing went back to the general got another one on the general uh then nothing for a while, then went back to the jackhammer again and started picking them off from the jackhammer again. It's just, it's, they just kept reloading in there. My biggest one I pulled yeah. out in half, 19, three quarter inches. Yeah. And that's why I think it's like something I've really learned is that you've got to be patient with your spot. Um, you, you know, especially if you're catching fish there, um, not, don't give up on it right away because I just feel like it's just, they're going to come back or something's going to change. Uh, especially during this time of the year, you know what I mean? Like just, just a little bit of patience, yep. it will go a long way. And, and not only that, but just trusting it, you know, trusting in like you know, what you know and why, why you decided to pick that spot. You know, if you do everything right, you know, the map reading, the pre-fishing, uh, you know, things like that. And, and you know why you're at that spot. Um, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know, like it's just, it's foolish to leave sometimes. Cause it, 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 you know, you always got the reset. You always got the, the bite windows and all kinds of things yep. that, you, that you need to consider before you, you leave a spot. Cause you leave that spot and someone, someone else who's crazy oh, and moving around too, they're going to find that spot. And when you come back to it, when you realize you fuck, or I'm sorry, I don't know if your kids are there, they realize you messed up, <laughs> uh, you know, they realize you messed up, you know, it's too late. Someone's already on your spot and they yeah. say, no, you got to figure it out again. I dude, I blocked that spot for two and a half, three hours. <laughs> Every boat kayak he came through, and I, I wasn't ignorant about it. I just, I'd pull up out there, and as soon as I see a kayak or boat coming, I stay out in front and I kind of block them. A couple people, I even I even said something to said, "Hey, I'm doing real good. You mind going around me?" And they didn't care. Yeah. Um, I know there's a boat that was up above me. He was watching me for a little bit. He came down through, and I asked him. He's like, "Oh, I seen what you've been doing." And uh, he said, that's why I'm going around you. And uh, But when they came through, I'd throw something that the fish weren't biting on. Uh-huh. I, I weren't getting them on a spinnerbait. So I'd throw a spinnerbait in there. But it's still, I, I feel like it was keeping them active because uh-huh. through there, it's grabbing their attention. Right. But I wasn't catching it while somebody's coming through. He didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so they get by and I'd freaking go back to the chatterbait again and I had a boat that sat down. These guys sat down below me the whole freaking time off this wall, and they were catching them. Not like I was, but, they, I mean, they were doing pretty good. Finally, they came up there, and they they even asked me. They said, uh, when, when are you leaving? 
I'm, I'm not getting out of here anytime soon. Yeah. As long as I'm catching them. I yeah. said, you in here. I said, here they grab these fish. I said, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. I said, they're going in your live well. I, I have no chance of catching them. They're like, I know, I know. So uh, I bullshitted with them for a little bit, and they went about their way. And uh, I think I finally, the bite finally died out because I had an incoming tide the whole time. And uh, just, again, just fishing the tidal water. I, you only got that window. Right. With, with the incoming tide, with the outgoing tide, you're still going to catch fish regardless. But, but, you, but, you, but at that point, you do have to make changes, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, big, cha- big changes. Yep. Yeah. You get the first couple of hours, man. They're they freaking be on. And once they stop, you got to figure something else out. Now, how, how do you think they usually work? You know, Jake Harson makes fun of me every time I talk to someone about uh, <laughs> you know, fishing uh, the Potomac. But uh, I mean, like, they, I mean, like, I imagine that like, they got a pattern as well. You know, like when they're shallow, they know where they want to be. You know, when the, when the tide's coming in, and then when the water starts putting them out, I imagine they're going to go to the you know a a, a a close piece of cover or something that's going to be going to give them that depth and the temperature or whatever you know, that, that comfort that they need to be the spot. But I imagine they wouldn't really move that far away, you know, relative to where they were before. I don't know. I, I don't fit. I mean, now Grant, I'm going like when I, when I used to fish the marsh for like redfish and stuff, it was big movements when like that's, you know, cause we're talking about like, um, you know, the Gulf coast or something. When that water pulls out, it pulls out, um, yep. big, you know, I mean like just big changes in the, in like the environment or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure about the Potomac, but I mean like, could, could you pretty much kind of like predict like where they're going to go? Like if it, once the tide starts moving out, like, you know, like finding other pieces of like structure or cover or anything like that, like close to where you originally were? I think you can because what, what it is, I mean, it's kind of like, it's almost like fishing a river. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have those current breaks. Right. So that's, that's what I'm looking for is any of those kind of current breaks. That's kind of what I had. I had the tide and the current coming in from the tide pushed up against this bank mm-hmm. and it kind of slowed down there and there was some structure there and they were able to tuck in there. And uh, I think it just there's first couple hours you get them, the bait you get the bait fish moving and all that stuff. So like what I would do if it was totally different, and we had the we were fishing the outgoing tide that morning, or a little bit later in the day where the tidal flat filled up, and then it was pouring out. I honestly I I have a couple places I would have fished where there were some ditches that were emptying into the couple of the tributaries right because you're gonna get that warmer water going up in there on that land the land's already warm that water is there and it's a pull that bait fish and stuff out with it and it's just like i've done flounder fishing and stuff too and it's right which is similar to breadfish like it's very similar it's just them little creeks pouring out of there man it's just like a freaking like a conveyor belt of food coming out there (laughs) you know it's just that that's kind of how I fish them. Yeah. So when you were, uh, when you know, when you're out there just beating them up, were you, uh, were you, were you watching the uh, the leaders board as you were going through the day, like seeing where you were, and like we're like, holy shit, I'm doing really good. Because uh, I mean, like I know you were fishing against some really good guys. I know Brundle was there. Um, a few other guys. You know, like, I, I mean, I, I knew there was like a mixture of people because a lot of people were down in Ufala fishing the uh, the big bass thing down there, but. Uh, I mean, were you watching to see what people were doing the whole day? And, and like, did you notice, like, oh, wow, I'm doing pretty goddamn good? I, uh, a little bit I would check on it. Um, 
Like, I, I tried to stand off my phone too. You got to. <laughs> it was that was the worst thing I did this week, especially uh, like the, the, I tell, I've already I've already talked about this three times, but it, <laughs> but it was such a like you know like when I you know because I was like you know it's kind of like for the first hour like my, my plan with the shit I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I, I couldn't find fish, and then when I found one, shortly after I found another, and then within like thirty minutes I had a, a decent limit, and then within like forty five minutes I had I was over ninety inches and I was like leading the pack, and I'm like oh god like what do I do now like I was freaking out because you know I was dumb enough to look at the uh, you look at the leaders board and realize, oh wow, I'm winning. Like, what do I like? What do I do with this? You know, how how am I gonna keep this going? Do I leave my spot? Do I stay here and suck? You know, you but, but, I, I know. But your, but your mind, like your mind, starts going. It's like these weird directions of like it's a lot of pressure. And I was I just got the uh, conversation with Jason Gardner, the guy who uh, who did well Kiego too. But it's like we both said like I did not like once I once I was like in the lead of the pack and I was like part of the top five or whatever. I didn't have fun for the rest of the day. Like the, for the rest of the day. I was stressed out. I just wanted the tournament to end and, and the results be what the results were. I didn't want nothing to do with it anymore. Like, I was no longer having fun uh, because I wasn't playing catch up. I was playing keep the lead. And, like, you know, like, and, and you, know, you get to a point where, like, you have, like, your limit's so big. Um, and it, you know, it can always get bigger, but it, it, how, it's not easy finding a 20 inch fish. Uh, it's not easy finding yeah. a 21 inch fish. Hell, a 17 inch fish is a good fish. And, like, my smallest fish was 17 and three quarters. And I'm like, what do I do? You know, so like the whole time I'm just freaking out because you know I got a chance to win some big money and just, it was just uh, it was it was nerve wracking. Like I got I don't know how those guys stay at the top like that. Like I, I, maybe they just got more confidence than I have. But the whole time I'm like I don't even know how I got here. I have no idea how this all played out the way it did. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, like I'll look at it off and on just to get an idea. Yeah. And um, but I that's the thing I, I've. I've completely changed this year. Like I just stay doing what I'm doing right? and try to stay consistent for what I'm doing. I left that area at, I want to say 11, 1130. I left that area because the bite just completely just stopped. I watched that boat. that was up above me and the guys I was bullshitting with in the boat. They came down there, fished it. I kind of went up to their spot. They didn't catch nothing out of it. I went around the bend and tried a couple other spots that I uh, did some research on and didn't get a freaking bite. So I'm like, man, because I, I knew with that last hour to go, they're shutting that leaderboard off and I don't know where I'm going to be. So I'm like, you know what? I might go back to that spot. I got a chance of catching that beginning of the outgoing tide here. Uh-huh. See what I can do. Maybe they've spread out a little bit on that spot. Maybe they're going to be right there again and start feeding again. Because, like, in total, off of that spot, I caught – when I say spot, it's like you're talking 20 foot wide. And I was only about maybe 30 foot out, 40 foot out from the bank. Hmm. Uh, that's just – I mean, it was just a small area. Yeah. And I caught 14 fish off that. They just – kept coming in there and then they kept getting bigger it was freaking crazy so i was like all right you know what that last hour i'm going back i might beat the shit out of that freaking spot again <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was like game on i like i do not want to lose this like i went back and uh started in there again just doing the same routine and i called a cup i caught one i caught two 16 inch fish out of there and uh, 
it was nothing I could call with. And that was, that was it for the day. Did you, mean, did, so you didn't know if you my, won or not. It, by, I, the, oh, I, I knew I was close, uh-huh. but uh, it's just, but that, that's what I like about it. I like that last hour. I know some people don't, some do. It's, I like that last hour because I, I knew I was there. I don't know where. Yeah. But it's just like, you know what? That's making me fish that last hour. And I'm freaking honest. I'm balls to the wall. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to win this. I might go down, do what I was doing. And I might fish it to the very freaking last minute and see what happens. Then I know I tried. Yeah. See, I think I kind of messed up like the last hour. Um, I moved too much. I mean, I, granted, I was on a flat, but I was trying to figure out because like the flat was so different. Like one end was like 54 degrees and the other end it was like like 49. So I had all this weird yep. temperature in between. So I'm like, I caught most of my fish here, but this water over here is warmer. So I'm like, I'm like playing these weird like mind games with myself. And like, you know, really, I just, I should have, where'd you catch the most fish? Go beat that up for an hour. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Like, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Like, why are you making this more? And when it was over, it's like, why did I make this more complicated than what it needed to be? Like, there's either, like, like you can't move to another flat. This is the place that you've, you decided that you're going to stand your ground on. Go fish the shit. Whatever choice you make, that's fine. But don't spend time. You know, this last hour is so valuable. Don't waste it. It, you know, like I said, so whether whatever like little thing you come up with, whether it's like, you know, okay, I'm gonna go fish the warmer water, then go fish that warmer water and don't think about that other water anymore. You've already made your choice. Or if you're gonna fish this water, stay there and fish it and forget about that other water. Or you you kind of gotta make those kind of decisions that like, you know, like this is it. Like I mean, I got one hour to win this thing. Don't think too much about it. Go in there and whatever whatever you're gonna do, like like do it hard and 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 do it and be aggressive about it. And then you know, come off that water like, oh, what, what are you gonna do? Instead, I came off the I came off the water. I'm like, what if you know, like I, I move like three times in an hour. You know what I mean? And each move took about ten minutes. So yeah. or or five five to ten minutes. So I waste about anywhere between you know fifteen to thirty minutes moving on the same flat. You know what I mean? How ridiculous is that? The same flat. Uh, yep. You know, literally. You know, and that's it's just you know it's. A lot of this game is mental, I think. You know what I mean? It's just like if you can stay focused, you can stay, you know, stay in the zone. And like I said, after you made all the, you know, you made good decisions and you did good practices and things like that. Uh, but if you can stay with it, I just feel you're going to be more successful. I mean, you might not win every time, but it's better than losing. Like, like, like someone told me, like, keep your line in the water as much as possible. That's how you win a tournament. Yeah. Keep your line in the water. Um, you, you can't, you can't catch fish unless your line's in the water. Um, you know, so you know. Think about that when you're when you're when you're up there trying to win. You know, especially that last hour, like you got to fish. Especially, it's too close. Yep. Uh, I got a friend of mine. Like, I'll shoot him a text if I'm going from one spot to the other. He's like, "Why are you texting me?" He's like, ah. and he's done a ton of tournaments, like way back in the day. And uh, he's older now, but he's done a ton of. He was doing the glitter boats and all that, and mm-hmm. like. I'm talking about like back in like the nineties and stuff and uh, like the old red man tournaments and all that shit. And uh, he's like, listen, if, if you're on that bike, don't stop the text. Don't move a spot. Like keep them fish active, stay fishing. Like don't even be texting me while you're trying to get across to another spot. Think about what you're doing. Throw, throw another rig on. Like they don't even bother. Yeah. And like, yeah, I get it, but like, sometimes I like, I just need to clear my head. Yeah, 
what I do. I'll go and I'll, I'll like I'll shoot a text to somebody or I'll look at the freaking uh, standings. It just kind of clears my head. I'm like, all right. And then I'm just. Oh, I have to. Like, that's one thing I did because I was stressing out so much. I had to I have to stop fishing for like a minute or two, whether it's to check my messages or, or text somebody. But I had to like. Dude, I mean, I, I fish so hard. My whole body, like, I never, like, dude, I, like, I'm a pretty active dude. I lift a lot of weights. Mm-hmm. I'm on the pellet. Like, I'm pretty active. I was exhausted after that day, just from casting and moving. Like, I was, I was, I was exhausted. When I got off that water, like, I was like, I'm done. Like, I went home. My eyes were bloodshot. I was tired. My wife was like, are you high? I'm like, no, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> uh, you know, just like, just, you know, like, literally, I, I came upstairs. I don't even remember, like, I had a few beers downstairs. I don't even remember going upstairs and, and falling asleep on my couch and, like, my wife's like, yeah, you came up and said, hey, let's watch this on TV. And then you were just gone. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. And it's because you're so tense. And it's just like, yep. and it's just like, you know, it's okay to take a minute and be like, all right, I'm, a, like, I'm, I'm getting a little bit over excited or over stressed. Take a minute, text your wife, tell you love or something to get your mind off, off like this, this, this crazy feeling you get, especially when you're in the money. Like it's just, I, it's, I haven't done it very often. I've done it twice this year, but every time it's just like, it's, it's a different game, I guess. Like because you know, most of the time when I was, you know, these tournaments, I'm just trying to get a limit. I'm just trying not to skunk. And then, you know, when you're not, all you're saying, you're like, oh shit, I'm kicking ass. Um, you know, things change. It's like you got to find a way to like keep yourself from spinning out of control because it's so easy for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like freaking uh, last year in the Susquehanna for the Hobie tournament, I freaking uh, I had a spot. I got up there and I freaking started hammering them, absolutely hammering them. And like I was doing freaking good. I know a couple times I looked, I was in first. Then I dropped back. I was back in first again. So like I'm on, I'm up on cloud nine. Like I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Cause I knew, I mean, there was a shitload of people, 130 some people. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I got this. I think going into day two, I don't know if I was like in 18th or like 20th, something like that. And, uh, I'm like, well, I might go back to that spot. And, uh, dude, I, I remember this tournament so freaking clearly. Like, because th- the first day, there was a freaking mud line down the west side of the bank. Just, I mean, freaking mud lines. It pushed all the fish out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, got went back up there day two to the same spot. And the water dropped a little bit. And um, I was like, I'm going to go back to the same spot, start tossing the same thing. I caught one or two out of there, which the day before I caught four of them out of this hole. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, the fish end up being shallow as shit. I mean, like, I'm catching them in a foot of water or less. And that morning, I freaking the second day I went down. And went back to that same hole, caught one or two out of there. I went back to go north to go up the river. And I'm making long casts because it's just shallow, clear water. The mud line moved like all the way to the bank now, and the water cleared out. So I knew the fish are spreading out. And dude, I must, uh, I think I lost three or four fish. And they all had to be anywhere 17 20 to 20 inches. Uh, small mouth it, too, right? Dude, like, after that, I was just like, I, I, 
dude, I laid some words out that day, that morning. <laughs> like, I could just pull my kayak up and freaking burn it. I was so pissed off. Right. Like, it just, like, the one I had halfway to the boat, it came off. Another one, it just, it hit the lure, and I freaking, I'm bringing it in, it popped off. It just, it was just constant. I'm like, what the frick am I doing wrong here? <laughs> like, I like, dude, I could have snapped the shit out of all, every rod. I was yeah. frustrated. So I went up farther. I tried another spot and boom, lost another one. Like, I'm like, I'm about to lose my shit. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, screw this. I'm pulling out. That was the wrong freaking move I could have made. Because with them couple fish I had, I was actually sitting in a decent position. And if I would have freaking stayed there, fished better, slowed down, took my time. I think I'd have done a hell of a lot better than what I did. I think I came in like 32nd or 36th in that tournament. Yeah, which isn't bad. Yeah. I like, I, I'm, I'm still happy with it, but I freaking pulled out. I drove 45 minutes south, put in to where I've a place I always go that I like, I know. And I know a lot of people fish there and I've gone in there and caught fish when I see everybody else not catching anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a spot that works for me. I get there and the goddamn river is just stained. Oh no. I'm like, well, this sucks. <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? I went up through these rocks and I'm literally pulling my boat up over freaking rocks by hand, staying in the water, pulling them up. Yeah, that's why I don't want to fish that place. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm telling you, but once you do it, you you'll like be you'll be asking me, you'll be asking Jake, hey, when can when can I go back again? <laughs> I'm telling you, you will be freaking hooked. It just I get up over the rocks and I fish this area and like like nothing because everything's freaking stained now it's like all the stained water moves south and just dude it was like i was so pissed off yeah just just spinning out of control i'm like and that's the shit you think about driving home then you're like yeah yeah, why did i just do this why did i yeah made the wrong fucking move here and it's just yeah it's just ridiculous yeah, that's that's fishing. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, no that, that's kind of where I'm at now. Like, I, I'm like, it, I'm just, I'm so like, there's just things I'm gonna force myself to do. I mean, it, it just you learn so much from like those bad shitty days, like uh, just you know spinning out of control, moving five to six miles back and forth across the lake, uh, not catching anything, skunking or or not getting a limit or or whatever, just not fishing clean, and, and just you know like in those drive home, you're like. What the hell did I just spend, you know, 120 bucks on? Like, what did I just, what was that yeah. all about? What, what did I just do? I didn't do anything right. All I did was panic the whole time. I could have done that in my own body of water. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, you live and learn. But I mean, here we are now. Like, I'm having a good season. You're having a good season. So it wasn't for nothing, but it definitely wasn't fun, like, getting to those, like, those points, you know, where it's just like, cause, I mean, like, some of these, like, especially like when, when you make those big trips, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I left my family for two or three days. I spent, Probably a thousand dollars on everything. That's a that's a Disney trip or a Universal Studios trip. That's yeah. uh, you know, and I can't get that time or that money back. You know, it's just like, you know, I don't mind losing 
but I don't want to lose like in that kind of way where it's just like you just lost your mind and didn't do anything right. Like you didn't even fish. You didn't even fish. You, you, you just moved around a lot and got your got your line wet, but you didn't fish. You just you just came down. You, you went all the way down to South Carolina for, for nothing. You didn't even have a good fishing. You didn't even have a good fishing trip. <laughs> yep. Now that's that's and that's what I found out. It's just it's all like like I had a boat a while ago before I got the friggin' I had a one of those tracker pro teams. So you can bounce around. Yeah. I'm fishing the BFL, some of the BFLs now. So you're freaking spot to spot to spot. I mean, you're not doing that in a kayak. No. If you find an area that's productive, you're breaking it down. Mm-hmm. And if that bite dies down a little bit, you got you got to switch. Obviously, like, they stop feeding, they slow down. So mm-hmm. You got to find something else to go with. That's why I went that day. I started throwing the crankbait. Then I started throwing the general. Crankbait, completely different motion, something different, general. Right. I mean, I was just, it's Texas rigged. I was just slow pulling it through there. And then you go back. It's just, it's something to keep them a little fired up. Right. That's kind of what I've just done a little bit this year. Um, I think a couple of weeks before that with MAKBF, we fished, uh, Lake I've never been to out near uh, MPA, Lake Marburg. And uh, I pulled out a third on that. Okay. That's did, good. <laughs> yeah, I was happy. Yeah. Especially, I did a bunch of research, never fished it. And I freaking, I'm not going to lie, those deep reservoirs like that, I suck at, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good at deep. I yeah. suck. So I went in there. I'm like, all right, this is my game plan. This is what I'm going to do. Whatever. I pull up on a rock bank. I'm tossing, 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 nothing. I'm like, all right. Looking at the water temp, I'm like, I'll try a couple of these coves up through here on the west side. It's not getting beat up by the wind and shit. Probably a little bit warmer. I get up in there. Boom, I catch a fish. I'm like, all right. I get farther up in the coop. And I watch a lot of people fishing, like, either out in the middle they were fishing the east side, which, and I took a little shot over to the east side and checked that out, but it was muddier water. I ended up coming back later in the day. But again, I screwed up on that. I shouldn't have done that. But again, it was freaking uh, the trees on, coming off the bank, the perfect banks, pea gravel, and all that. And then I freaking started nailing them. And, uh, I got to a couple coves and I and I screwed up. I should have just stayed down, held that freaking cove, <laughs> tossed different shit. But I'm freaking learning that. It's just yeah, it's different tournament fishing. No, and it I'm is starting to learn that and put that into my game this year. Of you, you got to kind of stay there and that area you're fishing, you got to just beat it up and figure out what the hell they want. Yep. If they want it fast, they want it slow, high, deep. It just, you know. Yeah, no, I agree 100. Because you know, one of the things that I learned, and then uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more at the wind, but uh, is that a lot of times you'll move to another area and you're still not going to catch them. Um, yeah, you, you know, I mean, like it's, it's there's a puzzle, and if you just if you keep just bouncing from puzzle to puzzle, never figuring out any of the puzzles, you're just not going to catch any fish, or you're not going to catch very many fish. And you know, I I, just, I agree with you like a hundred percent. Um, but you're know, going back to like your win. 
Um, how much is this? Uh, here's the thing. You probably upset a lot of people because uh, you only fish the one day. You win, and then you just go. But you go home the next day. I, I wanted to fish the second day so bad. Yeah, I would have fished different, but I had my four year old's birthday party. No, oh, that's way more important. So, if I piss people off, then <laughs> so. <bad. laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Hey, he he comes first. My wife comes first. All them come first. No, I feel the same way. Like I, I, I'm not against these two day two day in a row tournaments, but I'm not like sold on them either. I'm like I'm like like I'm going to Candlewood with the intention of fishing one day, and then I told my wife, hey, look, if I feel like I can win the second day, or if I you know whether I win or lose the the the, the first day, if I feel like I got something, I'm gonna call and ask you if I can stay. But I, I don't plan on staying. Like it's just it's just you know like these things it. I don't like being away from my family that much anymore. Unless you know, like, like you know, there's there's certain things that I'll you know that you know I'll, I'll do, but it's just like for the most part, it's like this is just fishing. I want to go down there, do what I gotta do, and then I want to get home, you know, back home to my family, and like I want to go eat out dinner or whatever with the family on Sunday, you know, and not driving back home, you know, from a tournament. And, and like I said, like things change, like you know, like it's my my wife, you know, now that I put a little, you know, I'm not, you know, with the sponsors and the. And grabbing a little bit of cash and like fishing is not as expensive as it used to be. She don't have that much issues with it anymore. But still, you know, at the same time, it's just like, you know, like, I, I just don't, I don't want to waste my time with them just chasing tournaments and, and uh, you know, like w- w- one tournament on a Saturday is good. Why do I got to have one on the Sunday? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying I won't fish it, but like my mindset's like, dude, if it's not a two day tournament, I might not stay. You know, what I mean, I might, I might let someone else have that day and I'll just go home. Um, I'm okay with that kind of decision. Um, like with the KBF, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's not like it's it's combined. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if it was a Hobie event, like, like when I commit oh, to a Hobie yes. event, my wife knows. Like, hey, it's a two day event. It's probably gonna be a four four day four day adventure. That's just it. But like you know, like if it's just two a weekend of tournaments, two separate tournaments. I don't know. I mean, it just depends. I mean, it, I I got I don't know. It, I, I want to win money. That's what I'm I'm kind of doing this for. Um. You know, so it just depends on how I feel. Like, I'm really going to look. I only plan on staying one day. But if I tell my wife, hey, I think I figured something out, you know, and I don't want to come home empty-handed, so, so I'm going to stay an extra day. But, you know, I'm like you. Like, like the birthdays and the dinners, those are those are way more important than fishing. So, Yep. And, uh, I mean, she's not, she understands. She's good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually – we're looking at getting a camper now. Yep. That's so what I want to do. We can take the – both the kids with us and she can go and we can kind of that'll help me a lot yeah. because now we can get to more um like we're going i'm going up to candlewood so i am going up to candlewood okay um i'm looking to leave wednesday for that pre-fish thursday friday i think she's looking to come up probably friday with the kids yeah and then uh come home Sunday or Monday after the tournament. Yeah. But, uh, like the Hobie ones. Uh, I love, I love the two big two day combined. I, I, I like that. But then I also like what KBF does with the two separate ones because yeah, some people can make it some can't because they got other priorities and yeah. it's just, it's just both of them have their pros and cons. I just don't care. Like, yeah. like either either want to do it or you don't want to do it. Like I mean, like it's just the way I feel about things. I know there's a lot of people bitching and saying this and that. And I'm like, just don't do it. Like I mean, like it's, it's you know, KBF having two separate tournaments on a weekend does not bother me one bit. And there's nothing. And, and Chad Hoover never said I had to fish both of them. 
Uh, but he said, if you want to get as much points as you want, here's your opportunity. If you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to drive all the way to, you know, whatever Georgia or South Carolina, but you still want to get points, well, I'm gonna give you two opportunities. That's all it is to me. Like I don't know. I don't think too much into that stuff. I'm not really chasing anything crazy with this. But if I see a tournament, I want to go fish. You know, and if I agree to the rule set, I'm gonna go do that tournament. And then I'm not gonna bitch about it because it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it, it, it works for some people. So yeah, I mean, it's all I can say is I mean is I mean I could I could have beat you both days. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, like, do you want to lose lose twice? But <laughs> well, cool, man. It was cool yeah. talking to you. Uh, you know, like we've talked, whatever. We leave, we're we're Instagram buddies and stuff like that. So it was it was good to finally meet you. I'm looking forward. Like, I'm definitely going to see you at uh, Candlewood. Uh, I'll be there. I'm not gonna. I'm going there. I'm leaving like late Thursday night. Going to pre fish Friday and then give it hell on Saturday. But uh, uh, also, I know what's next for you. Uh, is there is there anyone that you want to thank or anything you want you want to put out there? Like any like plugs or anything like that where people can follow you. Uh, before we wrap this thing up, yeah. So uh, I just joined with a uh, Drake uh, uh, performance fishing gear. Um, I just joined their pro staff, so a little shout out to them. And then uh, Jimmy D's River Bugs. They do a lot of hair jigs. Okay. Um, I want to shout out to him. Um, I sent an order out to that guy, and he's really, really hooking me up. Nice. So, like <laughs> really hooking me up <laughs> so uh i want to give a shout out to him and uh if you guys get a chance jump on his website and uh check him out he's got some real real nice uh hair jigs he's got going on all custom made and everything so uh check him out other than that um another shout out to my boys in uh makbf um they're freaking awesome yeah they're good anglers yeah not necessarily good human beings but they're good anglers they are dude that's (laughs) let me tell you that's freaking tough crowd yeah they are they're that's a good group to fish against so but that's uh all i got other than you shout out to you too thanks buddy Uh, cool man congratulations uh a first place finish is, is, is awesome. Uh, you don't get many of those in life. So uh, enjoy. Uh, good luck with the rest of the season. I'll see you at Candlewood. But, man, I really appreciate the conversation. Absolutely, man. I'll All right. You have, a, you have a good night, buddy.